Hello and welcome to the 551 podcast. It is just it's just you and me, Rodrigo. Just the two of us. Okay, I, did, I was actually just wondering which song you were going to I thought you were going to just the two of us. I could. But there it's we go. Just are. us two. It is. Rodrigo and Wes. Yep. Uh, uh, and so we are. Uh, it, is, we, it is actually a trivia night. That's where Alex is actually. Yeah, Alex actually is at trivia night. Not he should be skyping into the Blackheart trivia night, but apparently he has real human friends in Philadelphia where he lives. Uh, but you know, if it's just the two of us, then we can. It's just more time for us to gab without those guys interrupting. We can make us. it if we try, yeah. right? <laughs> um. So we're yeah on the podcast. We are going to talk about uh, the rogue stream for from Orlando. We're going to talk about uh there's UEFA Champions League and CONCACAF Champions League. We've got Twitter questions. We're talking preseason and you ready to do this? Let's go. Big quarters. Back on the 551 podcast. All right, we're ready to go. A couple like random tidbits. Uh, one is that uh, on the 20th this week, the Wednesday, there's the um, the Wonderwall annual meeting, which uh, people vote for Wonderwall board members. And uh, I strongly encourage people to go there and strongly, you know, I, I think. Um, finding, is that open to anyone? It's, or? it's uh, open to anyone and you need to buy a, sh- well, I think to Wonderwall members for, like for one of the supporters groups. And you need to, you do need to like buy shares which is like five bucks to be able to vote into perpetuity. I've, I've been liking what the Wonder World has been releasing, like in the aspect of their supporter groups that they highlight mm-hmm. in their webpage. So that's been really interesting to watch. So, yeah. so many new support support groups. Yeah, well, the Dark Glitterati finally yeah. got. Um, mm-hmm. That was, was pretty a, cool. I was very excited about that. A long road for them, but um, they, they got uh, announced. And, and Dark Glitterati, for those who don't know, are, are is a women led uh, supporters group that, you know, is just weird. And <laughs> They're great. Got, the, yeah. They like Great. sparkles. Um, and so anyway, that's glitter? that's this Wednesday. I believe, and I think Dark Clouds are going to f- officially announce it, their annual meeting is oh, the week after, um, the, the 28th. So the Wonderwall meeting is at Ladonia in North Minneapolis. It's a really cool brewery there. Um, the 28th, I believe, it'll officially come out. Um, that's going to be at, um, at Blackheart and we're finalizing something that it'll be a fundraiser. So not to start clouds people, but fundraiser to help raise money for the uh, people who want to go on the bus to Chicago. So you come there, you drink with your people, et cetera. But we're, is that the same date that you are having the like reopening or release? No, that's March 2nd. March 2nd. That'll, that'll, I'll have that on your calendar as well. All All right. right. I'll do all the tidbit announcements. So March 2nd is the first game of the season. Plan to be at the Blackheart, but um, you can start your day uh, at 9 a.m. with the North London Derby. After that, David Zeller is going to do like a soccer trivia, and we will have tickets to the home opener and a bunch of other swag. Zeller and, then, and Baby Ragnar. Then there's going to be uh, guest bartenders in the afternoon from 1 to 3.30. F- Who? Well, one is our, 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 our beloved council member, Mitra Jalali Nelson. Oh, okay. One is uh, I'm U.S. US soccer is. legend Tony Sane. Oh, uh, wow. The other is Pablo Campos. What? So Pablo has agreed to do it. I'm, I still have to double check to make sure he knows what he's agreed to do. <laughs> but I think what I'm going to do is just make make a bunch of jars of caipirinha. 
pre-made caipirinha that he can then pour out. Uh, so anyway, that March second is that date. Nice. I'll have more on. You know the what you need though. One it. more person. You need one more person. You know who, who that is? Who? Susan. Oh, Susan Miller. Yes. You know, Susan. We'll we'll message you. She it might be competing with their place out in Woodbury, but that's true. Uh, maybe it's different crowds. Maybe. But, um, regardless, uh, those are going to be raising money for charity. Their tips, and then uh, then we'll have obviously we'll have a, a actually the supporters are going to do a kind of test march to the stadium at three thirty, uh, and then march back to the bar, and uh, and they are going to then watch the game at five, and then there's a karaoke after that and drag show. So, regardless. Sounds uh, like a great day. Yeah. So put that on your calendar. Uh, cancel whatever else you were planning to do. And now that the uh, now that that's done, let's talk about some news. Okay. Putting it in my calendar. Great. March second. Go. All right. So Carlos Cordero, uh, the the head of U.S. Soccer, gave an interview with the Athletic, um, and they were talking about how there's no not going to be a Confederations Cup in the future. What? Which I don't think was news. I think we knew that before, but yeah, that's that's been it's like, like something that maybe I forgot. <laughs> I think we also talked about it on this podcast. But then he talked about how there probably will be no Gold Cup uh, after not after this one, but after the next one. Um, well, that's and, interesting. And so they haven't quite said what's going to happen. I mean, people are kind of assuming it might be a bigger. Copa, uh, Copa America. That would um, be crazy, because that would actually mean that Comebo and Coca-Cola are actually talking to each other and prioritizing instead of just not actually just trying well, to do their own thing. That would be crazy. I know I would welcome a, a Copa America that includes the original America. Yeah, uh, you know, because we're not really. By dissected by anything, <laughs> we're all still connected by the umbilical cord of Central America. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's I, I imagine there will still be something because you know grifters need to grift and need to steal money from some tournament. But uh, right now, it's kind of unclear what after the after the Qatari World Cup, what's going to happen with regional soccer in in you know the in the West. Um, other news. Orlando City SC are, have signed Nani. Uh, I saw that, yeah. To a three-year guaranteed deal. He's a 32-year-old. Uh, you know, I, I that now he is taking on the new Giovanni Dos Santos Memorial Endowed Chair of really terrible <laughs> train wrecks that we could have all seen coming. Um, I don't know. Are, do you are, are you less cynical about Nani than I am? I, yes and no, but I mean, I'm always, I'm always happy when a player gets paid guaranteed money. You know, it's like, it's like you're like, yay! Especially you when it's not our player. But especially when it's not someone who we like. It was like, yay! Clap for you. Good for you. You know, same thing. You know, I think there was a Twitter question later on that we'll talk about. But same thing with Venegas, right? Venegas is no longer associated with their club, but hey, he's playing soccer. He goes plays doesn't mean we have to like it where he plays. That's it. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Giovanni Dos Santos, LA Galaxy look like they're tr- going to find some way to have a fourth DP, basically, uh, unofficially. The rich just get richer, right? Uh, I mean, how does that even work? Well, I mean, the thing is, they're they're still screwed because they've got this guy on their books, and they're but 
he's not going to take less money. But they're either, not. So. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what they proposed is giving him a, a contract extension, paying him a little bit less this year and more in the future years. It seems like it's idiotic, uh, but you know the league makes new rules for LA Galaxy and and other other teams. So uh, yeah. Last little bit of news is Vito Minone uh, is back in England for his visa to get or to work out his immigration status before he comes. Uh, I, I don't think this is actual news, but um, Michael of the Dark Realms uh, Planeswalker says, uh, who hurt Vito so bad that he left? He just missed Choco. That's right. Maybe he's just going to pick up Choco. Yeah, Choco. Maybe he's going to pick his, his, his dog. You know, who knows? You were back over there taking care of your paperwork. Might as well bring a dog over if you know you're gonna be here for a while. I um uh, now if PK if PK would have flown with him, that would have been like a that would have been more news. So we'll we'll talk about uh, UEFA Champions League here. But last week, uh, um, Spurs Dortmund was on, and uh, Manny Lagos and and Amos McGee stopped by the bar while I was bartending, and uh, I that's awesome. I well yeah, it was great. It was good to see them, it, it, and they were over at the stadium, so they popped in and. We talked about how awesome Spurs are, and uh, and that's right. Yeah, Spurs and I, asked, I forgot. I forgot. I, yes. Yeah. And I asked Amos about. I I asked Amos about Benedetti watch if he was aware of Benedetti watch, <laughs> and he definitely was aware of Benedetti was he really? watch. Oh, yeah, that's great. So Mark Mark, Mark Fangmeyer will, will be very pleased with that. But then I asked. I I think we talked about it because I asked about first asked about Chaco watch. Chaco like, do you watch. know what Chaco watch is? And he is. I have no idea what that is. Um, and I said, I had to tell him the story about Chaco. I was like, Vito's dog is in England. You need to, you guys need to send him, send someone to get him. You need to send a camera crew to get him. Uh, I, I didn't get any firm commitments on that, but anyway, at least the team at is aware of Chaco, right? Chaco watch Chaco now. Watch. And, and, and they were following Ben that he watched. That's, that's, that's impressive. So it's awesome. You get people to stop by. Like you have the, did yeah. Say, did Manny say anything about the bus logos, uh, uh, no, I, sh- I showed him the well, I showed him the um, the painting of of Buzz Lagos uh, of his dad, and he he loved it. I uh, showed them the Ibsen candle, and we all made many jokes. Uh, I, I'm I'm not going to repeat any any of them. That's My awesome. joke was that uh, that we're going to hide it so that it'll never be in the right place. But um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, you can you never, can never you can make the, the a you can make a game out of it. Right? Like, yeah, where, the, where's Waldo? Where's, the where's never the where candle? you expect it to be. Anyway, it was good, it was good to see them, and uh, I didn't ask them much about Minnesota United because I wanted them to actually talk to me. And uh, but I it was, it was cool fun talking them about good. other MLS teams and and you know who who looks good, et cetera. So that that was good. Speaking of Champions League, uh, um, this week, two p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, we're opening up early for Liverpool versus Bayern and Lyon versus Barca. Wednesday, I'm bartending, so I'll be there with um, Atletico Madrid and Juventus, and then Schalke, um, Weston McKinney versus uh, Man City. Um, I, I, do you do you you watch Newcastle? But do you do you have a, a dog in the uh, Champions League fight? I've always been a Bayern fan. Okay. So the mo- and, we, and we watched Bundesliga at my house. You know. The gold talisman and um, Isa like to watch Bundesliga, and so whenever they get to watch, um, do they have a German team? Yeah, well, well Bayern for gold talisman um, um, and 
Dortmund for Isabella. She she seems to follow that, but you know it depends really on who's who's really getting getting minutes and who's not who they really watch more. But yeah. but most likely Bayern is is a, is big at our house. Uh, and then um, let's see. And so you know Barca is always big at our house, so we're watching all the Barca games. Nubi is a big Barca fan, bigger than I thought it w- than than I thought any one of the kids would be. But she yeah she'll watch the streams uh, wherever she can find them. Really? She yeah well yeah it's because you know how like. Um, being like had this whole like ordeal with like all the cable providers yeah. and all that stuff, so then she has to log into her dad's account, uh, that gets like all the Espanol channels and actually yeah. gets being in Espanol, so she logs into that to be able to watch the streams and we watch them. So, yeah, so like usually Saturdays and Sundays, we're watching something on the TV, whether it's the Bundesliga or the EPL, or um, well, you can. Log, uh, get off of work early tomorrow and go heckle all the Liverpool people. Don't tempt me. Yeah. Don't tempt me, really. I, I would love to do that, but <laughs> but no one's a great heckler like you were at that, uh, at that, uh, VSL game. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, City, that was know, awesome. There, there's one thing I do well in, it's heckle grown yeah. men. Um, then there's also CONCACAF Champions League, which is different. You can't go watch it on TV because it's not on friggin' TV. It's on Yahoo Sports. Which Yahoo Sports like is beginning to pick up all these little things that they they do. Like for example, that yeah, they, they they had the Newcastle stream too, but they also like I don't know they like picked. They had up. a Newcastle stream. Yeah, it was weird. I like it was one of the people telling me to watch it on Yahoo Sports, and I was like, wait, they have like a Yahoo Sports account? Like I didn't know Yahoo was a website still. Yeah, it's well, a thing. That's where I check my email. But yeah, you funny. and my mom. Great. Good. <laughs> I'm on a good team. Um, the the games are a couple of them are on television. Um, Saprissa Tigres is Tuesday night, uh, and then you've got um, Toronto and Houston are are playing. Th- those are not on TV, but um, that's uh, against. Uh, how do how do you how would you pronounce the Panamanian team? Um, Independiente de la Chorrera. Okay. Independiente de la Chorrera. That's a very long name for a team. Yeah. It's very impressive. Hope they win. Um, Chorritos versus Toronto, and then uh, Guastatoya from the Guatemala. Guatemala. That would be Guastatoya, yes. Correct. Yeah, great. I That's did it. I, I perfect. Um, yeah. Perfectly. And then for the Dominican Republic, we'd have yeah. C.A. Pantoja versus the Red, Bull, Red Bulls and Mar- Marathon versus Santos and Alianza FC from El Salvador versus Monterrey. So... Yeah, do do. It's actually pronounced. It's actually pronounced Red Bulls. Red Bulls. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. So those are those are the Wednesday games, uh, and those I, those will have will will be able to have the Red Bulls game on. I've, I've been really bad on following the Liga Liga Femenina Max. Are they still showing them on Mondays, uh, Monday nights? I haven't seen it listed on anything. Oh, dang it! Okay, Maybe it's just the it, apps yeah. are are not showing it to me. Yeah. So, um, if anybody knows, please let me know. Yeah, because that would be great. Because I, I we love watching those leagues, and I just being able to be do Monday night today was just a little crazy. But usually on Mondays is a, is a good league to watch. Like you want to watch good women's soccer playing around. That that's a good league to watch. Yeah. So those the Concacaf Champions League is is kicking off. It, it's every year I try to get the CONCACAF fever and by the end I get it you know I was really really excited about the um, the Toronto versus Tigris is it Tigris or 
Guadalajara. Now I'm blanking. I'm sorry, everyone. No, I don't think I don't think Guadalajara was in it. Probably was Tigres. Uh, yeah, uh, probably Tigres. Uh, but anyway, the Toronto CCL final was superb. The um, the uh, Red Bulls uh, semifinal was amazing when they yeah just, when it gets into the semis yeah. it, it gets really interesting um, and this stuff is really early it's really tough for MLS teams uh, um, next week Sporting in Atlanta will be and I think Dallas will be um, playing uh, and so gosh it, that'd be is is that the first uh, setting of PT then that would be yeah. It will be. That'd be a good game to watch just to see what, what how, yeah. how PT is going to be able to react to all that. So yeah, and and see Atlanta without El Miron, and and we've got a lot, a lot going on there. Um, so that's kind of what's what's going on in kind of the champions world. Uh, let's let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk about Cloud City and Minnesota United. <laughs> All right, and here we are in the fifty-five-one podcast. Uh, I was at Cloud City today, Rodrigo. And wait, they actually went with that name? No, I oh, went I with that say, name. Okay. Oh, that's uh, this is a you thing. Okay, so you had a tour of the stadium. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the future, and it's fucking glorious. It was so amazing. So I got a tour of the place, and it like right when I walked in. I like just got goosebumps because it's so still in there, right? Because it's holding sound out. It was quiet today, obviously, because it's just full of snow and a couple of construction workers. Um, But the air is still because the wind isn't going and it's keeping sound in. And obviously there will be a thrum and it'll be loud, but it just felt so great. And you walk out there and and you walk in the... From you walk in on street level, and the pitch is down thirty feet lower than you, or twenty. Is there like feet. a is there like a walkway down? Yeah, you, no, you just you walk in, and there are the the top steps or the top seats are there. Okay. So then you would walk down to your seat from there, and um, man, that's gonna look like fun. Yeah, and so did you, you know, get did you get the like walking through a blinding and. Sen- blinding sensation when the lights hit your face and then you can't see anything clearly and then you're finally able to focus and you see the pitch in the field and you're like oh. i had a revelation and then yeah. god spoke to me yes. yes um god is ibsen of course um and he said hello my name is ibsen <laughs> <laughs> so and then the you know the the bar is not fully done but on the on the north end i'm, I'm really looking forward to that because i actually mm. know some people who who are actually in charge of putting that together mm. and they've been working hard around the clock trying to deal with a lot of the issues that you do when you're building a stadium, yeah. right? Not everything is on on time and not everything is onto the position yeah. that you make too, but you have to deliver on time. So I'm really looking forward to them because I know they do really great work. So I'm looking forward to what that look like. So. Yeah. You can't really see the pitch from inside the bar, but there's 30 million TVs and there will be on the on the other side, on the stadium side, of the bar, there's garage doors, so you'll be able to, you know, have your back to the game, order a beer, and turn around and, and see the game. Um, and then, you know, walking around, I went up and just sat in the first seat. Uh, I didn't get to go through all the seats because it's just cut lots of snow there. But um, sitting in the first seat on the upper deck, it's a perfect view. Like, 
those you know, I sat midfield, and it's just you're not you're not like watching the, the game is right there. You okay, know, so you're not watching. It's not like you'll be watching. You know, little ants just move around from. Oh no, there. no, and I didn't go up to the top, and I know there's some concern about there's a few obstructed seats all yeah, the way. There's the top. A, yeah, there's mm-hmm. yeah. Um, those are kind of going to be unfortunate, but those are literally probably I I don't know, just looking at it, probably ten seats in the house are kind of obstructed like that, maybe a bit more, but. Um, and then, you know, keep on walking and, uh, and there's the, the supporter section, which is, um, all aluminum, right? The, the, the stand standings for, uh, as it goes up or made of aluminum. And I, I had heard this described that one of the reasons they did it is so that it reverberates more, but I went and stood in it and then just stomped my feet and oh, it was like loud. It is going to be hugely loud when people start just jumping up and down and using them as a basically a drum there um in addition to the drums yeah yeah in addition to the drums which have a a special spot in the middle and um in other words if you're listening and you have kids and you're sitting close to the supporter section bring earplugs mm -hmm. yeah and then and the, the kids and one of my concerns was um with the high rake that it would um the the angle that you're standing at that it would feel kind of disorienting um kind of like when you used to walk at the science museum theater to the amphitheater and then you just try to walk up and it just looks so yeah Maybe just, exactly like just that me. it's just me <laughs> but with drinking and standing and jumping more well um, anything with that anything so, yeah. walking related walking yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard so it but it the the rails were high enough that i felt like oh i can lean on this and it would it's not going to be especially as a tall guy it's not going to be like the rails are at my thighs and so i'm going to end up falling over it i'm sure we'll so us, us short guys will be perfect safe yeah absolutely right, that's You'll great just all you tall your, people you're out of luck yeah. um and then uh yeah what i'm trying to think what else the the locker room you got a tour of the locker school. room i got too? to see the locker room and, and were, then, were the numbers up and no the... no they've not chosen yet no okay. I, I was i've assumed that the captain gets to choose the spot first it's basically you know what would have been great if you would have walked in the locker room middle. and then they're right there senor francisco calvo would have welcomed you in yeah yeah and uh but you but, but, but yeah that's, just, that's just a dream no i did i did scratch <laughs> i did you scratch your name scratch, i was here no i scratched heath out into the no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> into miguel's uh no 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 um uh yeah so and then the the club seat the the stadium club you know the the great seats where you've got access to kind of the cool club bar or whatever yeah the fancy seats the the players are going to kind of enter by that through glass, you know, they'll be behind glass. Oh, so or you maybe can see them. them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you'll be able to see them, but they'll also like pass by you, you know, um, th- which is just super cool. I, New York Red Bulls have the, have a similar thing at Red Bull Arena. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I just. Super I, excited for it. Yeah. Right? I, I was just absolutely pumped and just imagined like a warm day being out there and just thinking like, this is going to be heaven, you know. Right. Because it it's, yeah. it's not turf anymore. So the heat doesn't just escape right into your no. face anymore. No. It's going to be grass and it's going to be wonderful. I mean, I'm excited. Like my wife, um, oh, we had to, uh, every 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 year she helps out her students to do like an auction and she usually auctions our tickets. This year I had to fight her for it because I was like, no, we can't. No, no, no. And then she, of course, you know, as, as all arguments in my household, she always wins. Yeah. So, but it was, it was one of those things where like, yeah. 
people are going to want to go there now. Like people, there's a spot, there's a location. It's exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, one of the games is the day before my birthday. I'm I I will sure as heck be there. Yeah. Spending it, I'll, I'll get out of work early if I have to, or not go to work at all that day. <laughs> yeah, my job. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, I was very, very lucky to to get it, and I was very excited about it, and now I get to share that with everyone. And uh, anyway, let's talk about the preseason game because this past weekend, Minnesota United uh, allegedly played a game, <laughs> a preseason game, but they played uh, New England Revolution, and. Uh, 24 hours before the, the, the darker shade of blue right yeah yeah yes right yeah it took us 10 minutes in, in the to figure it out but 24 hours before kind of uh let it know be known and then eventually announced that, that there was going to be no stream uh i was annoyed by this since and i the had pitchforks kind of... and the the ire and the anger just oh filled into twitter no i didn't really but yeah. what's funny is i don't know i i explained this to someone because um Bill McGuire did. He asked me about it, and it was very funny, and uh, it was a funny conversation. And I, I just said, I think I feel like I'm just. This is the one, the one of the East Coast parts of me where it's just like, I was annoyed. Like it's annoying, and people expected almost everyone expected there to be preseason game uh, streams, um, and you know you can find out if there's not going to be. You can find that out in advance. It was the fault of Orlando. Orlando. Should have provided it, and then when Minnesota wanted to try to bring stuff along and do it themselves, Orlando said no. So well, Orlando's the one who suck. What what is what does Alex refer to Orlando as again? I forget what what, what is it. The, the fire worst, tire of the um the worst city on he hates Orlando. The yeah, city so there you go. About. Yeah, but um, but it, it it's annoying to for someone like me who has to like schedule right. I mean, I think and, like, I think if it would have been like a, like a week in and advance like, and and let people know in advance, but like yeah. a day in advance was. So, I think a lot of people were just upset just because uh and I and I and I was conversing with whoever runs the uh runs the SB Nation Orlando City uh um Twitter feed that I was like it was like it, it was like it doesn't make sense. Like both of our teams not only have history, right, with Heath. Yeah. Uh, but there's also like both of these teams have gone through like major uh roster overhaul, right? You wanna be able to see these players, right? You wanna be able to like this is an opportunity a total miss by a PR miss and a total a total alienation of, of of the fan base. So, well, if Orlando's trying to create a tournament that they want preseason tournament that they want people to come to, I mean, Charleston Battery hosts a tournament and they broadcast all of theirs. You know, I mean, I mean, no, it's, just, it's just it just in a, yeah. in, a, in an age where technology and where we're even more of a drive through society that's like we want it now, we want it now. It 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 only appeases to be able to. To be able to create that, specifically if you're trying to build your angle, is to have people get into a stadium, right? Yeah. That's what you're trying to and, do. So. And largely, you know, I, I don't, again, go back to my, my like East Coast response is like, it's annoying. I had planned, I had like changed, you know, have to do promotions and things like that. And I was annoyed. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but no, it's just it's, like, it's not. but the team, but, but the, the, the reason of like, you express this because the team should know. Think of it in advance. Just get this word out there. If you if you know have the logistics to it figured out more than twenty four hours in advance, and then communicate that. Like bad communication is always my like greatest sin. Right. I mean, I think the funniest thing was when like 
the the Minnesota United announced it, and then uh, I think I don't know. I think the SB Nation uh, Orlando City uh, like retweeted them with their comments saying, "I don't know why they think they, they thought it was it was uh, it was a it was going to be streamed. It is a closed uh, tournament." So, and I'm like, I'm like, well, but it's not. I mean, but that's what I said. So, it's like, so it made no sense to me. Let's, like, let's move on past the stupid. Let's go. Yeah, let's Cause go. Because the greatest part was then. Uh, um, Tim Hayes, who is known as Super Rookie, uh, longtime Minnesota um, soccer fan, lives in Orlando, was at the game and had his phone. And so he sat at midfield and then broadcast it on his phone. That's awesome. And just like gave like random commentary to it. And the first half, it was he was on public Wi Fi and it was terrible and we had it up on the 143 inch screen and it was hilarious and that was part of the joy of it that you could you know it was it was all continuous but you just could not tell what was who what was going on exactly you knew only who was passing the ball based on that's who should be in that position right right? and uh and and then it it took a long time to figure out which team was which yeah because one was like a lighter blue yeah and the other one was a dark blue and i'm like and, and like even and I was thinking because like you know and like when you're playing in another team like at least at, at the youth level you're like well make sure that we don't have the same right. make sure that we don't have the same colored shirt so like right. the same variant of, of shades of color and I was like that's just confusing which are we uh, but I do like that 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 lighter blue that we we were wearing so whatever that if that comes out anywhere I might I might just have to do that but but overall I mean I I mean more um, more power to Tim I was really looking forward to see if someone was gonna do that. Um, I was out busy doing fundraising stuff for kids trying to get to Sweden, one of my kids. And so it's, I was just out and about, but I kept checking. And then eventually later on, I was able to watch most of it. So it was, it was good. I got to stop by the, um, uh, the black heart and add some money for his tag. Yeah. So, so eventually, uh, he, he, uh, he, Told people that they could donate to his tab at the at the black. So there's a t- there's a running tab. Yeah, them, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. I, I have I have three PayPal's that came in. I haven't t- tabbed them up. I think it's thirty five bucks or something. And other people like you have have, have uh, pledged. Uh, there's one guy in Wisconsin uh, named Ben. I think I've got his info somewhere. Um, and he just calls the bar. <laughs> And he's like, "Hey, can I donate twenty bucks to uh, to Tim? Whatever. Tim's gonna be in town, I think, next week or something. So we should just have a Tim day. Yep. So anyway, Tim day at it was Blackheart. It was awesome. And and uh, do it again on Wednesday. Is that what? It's- yeah, Wednesday he'll be there. So three thirty, we'll we'll have it. And the second half was actually pretty decent because he went on just uh, he went off of Wi Fi, just used his four G, and um, I, I mean, yeah, you could watch the game. It was it was like. In some ways, it was a, a callback to the old dark cloud days, where someone would try to broadcast from a Des Moines Menace Open Cup game, and it would just you couldn't tell what's going on. But this time, the technology actually was good in the, the second half. Thank but, you, internet. Right? Yeah, yeah. There was there was a few of us without technology, we wouldn't be able to do that. Right? There was a few of us at 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 the bar, just kind of cracking up at, at the kind of ridiculous. But I mean, that's that's it. the beauty of it, right? We all can come together as a community to be able to watch a preseason game and just have a good time and laugh about it. But yeah. at the same time, you know, do it at a place where we can see it. So that was yeah. great. No, I'm- So Minnesota w- won the game, won nothing. Miguel uh, took advantage of a really bad goalkeeping error and kind of just rounded the keeper and, and put it away. Um, now, I'm catching up on my n- notes, but did St. Clair do something? 
Sinclair played the next day. There was a closed scrimmage. Okay, and he saved a penalty. That's right. And that that video is uh, the the team okay. tweeted out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, if no one knows, I'm really a big fan of Sinclair. If you anyone listened to the last episode um, of the podcast, well, between you and and Schieffer Decker, it's <laughs> this this is going to be the year of. I feel like we're going to have several years of Sinclair. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, Tim also sent a, a kind of brief uh, um, review, which was both. The, I'll just read his message. Both goalies made good saves. Not totally sold on the Madagascan. It's Malagasy on the right flank, so it would be met near. I love Alonso, and he stood strong. Gregouche will be considered a win at the end of the year. Romario Ibarra was up top was forgettable. Toy was more enjoyable up there. Don't remember anything from Dinladi. Did Dinladi come on? I don't. I didn't think so. I didn't see it on the big because they had the big switch. So I don't. I don't. I don't remember. But I do. I do feel that Romario um, does not really work as well as as up top as I thought it would be more like a. Going, which brings into the question: What formation are we going to bring to? Which I well, think so of, Romario is in because Angelo has a, a kind of a groin strain, and I I thought it was a, <laughs> say Angelo, <laughs> Angelo, yeah, yeah, Angelo. <laughs> but, but like the team has said that he he pronounces it Angelo, Angelo. Yeah, uh, they've is, said is, that. Is, is you sure they're not saying Angelo or? I look. I don't know. I'm just going to what? say it. whatever the hell. That's one of the things you should have asked Amos and Manny. I've asked the team. That and they've said Angelo, 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 right. whatever. My, Angelo my, Merkel. My, my, my hope for this next season, I'm, my my job will be to get to talk to Angelo and see how you like to pronounce his name. Because so, right. when you talk to someone in Spanish, it's not different when you have to talk to someone in your boss. So, so Angelo Merkel was out with the groin strain, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Romario gets in. And that that there was kind of a little bit of a, a nice, you know, we don't want to see. Uh, Merkel um, injured, Merkel, Merkel. but we do, you know, getting a chance to like force a plan B in there. I I could obviously couldn't watch the game as well as, as Tim because uh, I couldn't. Um, I thought he showed a little bit more. I, I kind of liked a bit more of what I've seen from him, but maybe I just want to see really great things. I think from that's Romare. what you want to yeah, see. That, that you've, you've seen what he can do, and I think that's what we, a lot of people are expecting. So, But I, I'm actually happy that, that Toy had a, had a had a good uh, outing, at least, you know. I think that's one of the things that uh, I'm looking forward to, just a little bit more maturity and a little bit more more time under the belt to be able to figure out how to do it up there and how to be able to be productive. So hopefully that's what we get. I mean, I think I, I like Romario, but I, I think Romario's, Romario's strength is mostly his speed. So, And I, I like to have speed speedy wingers, so have both both of them on the wings. That'd be, that'd be great to see. So have... Miguel and Double Ibarra, so yeah. Yeah, I heard other other people give actually good reviews of Metanier as well. As a, as uh, I didn't get a really right chance back. to check that out, but so. I think you know you, you have to give him some time. I mean, it's only been what no a couple training yeah. sessions and yeah, then yeah. a game. Yeah, so so it's a lot about. I mean, you think about it. Who do we have at that position before? I mean, not, uh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Jerry's Carter. Gone, right. I mean, um, drum. Uh, yeah. Um, Who's, Plays the, right other, back, who's right? the other Jerome? Taylor. Jerome Taylor last yeah. you know, two mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, and then Eric Miller. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, we, I mean, I'm partial to Eric, but let's try to see what... Uh, what uh, you need two good players yep. in that spot. It's always good to have good depth. And so, yeah, so I, I think, again, we're not really seeing much uh, telling stuff about this, but we like seeing 
getting to watch a little bit and get a little bit of insight. Look, we've got two weeks until the um, first game of the season, and that can't that's come so soon crazy. Enough. I can't believe that's already here. Like I remember us middle December, yeah, right November. We're like, let's the, not talk about soccer. the long darkness, the long uh, darkness of, of the the off season. And then now, yeah. Um. So. And then this Wednesday, there's a scrimmage, 3.30 against NYCFC. Um, so uh, we'll be open up early anyway for the Champions League, and then we'll put this one on uh, one of the TVs. And so, yeah, everyone should uh, come join me. I'll, I'll be bartending anyway. Um, and, yeah, let's take a break with that and come back and do questions. Sounds like a plan. All right, here we got some questions. Uh, this was an email I got uh, that I should have had on last week's show, but didn't, from Andrew Martin. He says, any way I can have an article or a discussion about why Heath still has a job, I can't square it in my mind. Does he have an amazing relationship with the ownership and Manny Lagos? Is there no one better out there? Are wages lower than other clubs? We dropped 12 points last year to clubs that finished worse, with worse records, right? Hasn't he objectively done a terrible job? I'm new to soccer, but I've been a lifelong sports fan. The only other sport I can think of where a coach manager this it could be this bad and keep the job is baseball. I'm perplexed, etc. Um, I don't know. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but do you want to take a shot at it? Three-year plan. <laughs> I think I think mostly it's just like they, they, they set with a plan. Um uh, they picked a coach that thought that could uh, that can deliver on their plan. And like from the beginning, I said, you know, first two years are going to be like, what are we doing? And then that third year when we have that opening year at the stadium is the year where you have to put all your chips on the table and try to see what you can deliver or you're not. And this has been the best off season for the team since this, this inaugural MLS season. So, you know, it's, so it's... Uh, so, you know, I, I'm thinking they're trying to put the best product out there and uh, and that becomes part of uh, part of that three-year plan. It's like you're trying to yeah. figure out how that is. And I'm pretty sure that, that Heath and Manny um, uh, have some sort of good working relationship. And uh, I could not speak to how, how their relationship is with the ownership, but uh, I'm pretty sure they have their ups and downs. But I think we have a group of people who are committed and stubborn to this idea of a three-year plan and see how it works. Because after, you know, you sell a product and you sell a stadium, if the season doesn't go well, then you are prime target to bring someone in because you have all the facilities, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, look, I've I've many times by the end of last season gone to the Heath out train. Now I'm trying to get more optimistic for the season, and so I'm kind of not entertaining those thoughts right now. Um, because uh, because it's kind of pointless. Now I want the team to do well, and I well, we always it. want them to do well. But it's just yeah, the yeah. way that they're being managed yes, and yeah. the options. I mean, like last season, we 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 started off decently, and then we had the double injury, right? I mean, a double like ACL, and and then yeah. and, then, and then our season just went kind of like we. I tried to stay as optimistic as I could, but then it just started going downhill, and we tried to figure out things, and then and then one thing led to another. It's like quicksand, you know. It's yeah. like you start quicksand and you just start sinking, and you can't don't know don't know what else to do. So, so yes, does it is it painful to watch this past two seasons? Yes, but it's like it's like watching season one of Arrow, 
right? I was watching the season one of like a really sh- a show that you just can't stop watching because it's just bad, but you still oh. want to watch. Riverdale. And then you and then yeah, like yeah. Riverdale, right? Yeah. <laughs> my kid, oh my kids are gonna hate me for this, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Riverdale, right? Like watching something that you invested enough time, yeah, that you you want to see what happens next. Yeah, this is kind of like that situation. So right? l- let me then also also to say that. Um, yeah, sure. We do have we do pay less um, for coaches. Uh, you know, listening to um, Extra Time Radio and and their kind of uh, evaluation of Minnesota and who who believed that they would get into the playoffs, I was kind of amused that uh, only Bobby was right. Bobby said that that Minnesota would get into the playoffs, and I, I think that that's true. I think that you look at the teams below, and they are. Not going to be better. Vancouver, San Jose, uh, um, Dallas. There's going to be teams that really struggle this year. We should not. There's no excuse. Now, the reason those people, uh, national people, are down on Minnesota is, frankly, because of Adrian Heath. Um, they'll say that. You know, they. Right. And we is, don't have a we don't have a record yeah. to show we have that much of an improvement over the yeah. first, past two years. So. And the, you know, it is MLS is now a coaches league. Uh, you can see the amount of investments going into coaches and you can see the difference. And they don't believe, frankly, that um, that Heath can kind of hack it with them. I don't know. We'll, we'll be maybe proven, they'll be proven wrong. I think that Minnesota this year really has no excuse to finish uh, lower than seventh. I think that there's just, there's so many, so much dross in a few of those teams uh, in the West that, uh, you know, Alonzo, Ipara, Opara, and and uh, a few of those guys are going to just hold the team together. No, I I think so. I think it's 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 we are sit in a better place than we've sat before. So uh, you know, we actually are thinking of of what's going to happen in in the future, and we're looking to it. Um, you know, we still have two two players. Well, Finley played, so that was good. Um, so good to see Finley on the field. Yeah, and then, that and was then, great. And then uh, just trying to see how long this rehab for Molina will be from you know re-injuring himself again. Uh, but if you really think about it, if if we if those if Finley and Molina are super subs on this team, that really puts a puts a good confidence. In it finally gives the team a little bit of depth. Yeah, which it really they don't depth have, which we never really had. So that, that that's 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 a good thing. Now. Let's see if we can do the same thing with the other positions in the aspect of like right now, like you know what happens if Darwin goes down. Yeah. What do we do then? S- Steve Lindley asks. Uh, this is more of a Alex Sheaf question, but I'll, I'll answer it briefly. Are the metro stop transit stops around the stadium getting upgraded, expanded? Do they need to be, or is the current setup good enough for game days? Oh, Alex replied to this on Twitter. Did he? Okay. Well, I just figured I'd bring it up. The light rail stop at Snelling is not going to be good. No, enough. nothing. Nothing. Nothing and is so, going to be upgraded. Nothing's going to be revamped. If you want, <laughs> this is the running joke about our <laughs> our other podcast. But yeah. there's a lot of history having to do with the light rail. Uh, nothing's going to be revamped. You're lucky if by 9 a.m. on a snowy a snowy day you get them to clean the the. The stations at all. I've been witness almost trying to get run over by those little brush machines that come yeah. right at you. But anyways, no, no. I would suggest, um, you know, that if you are going to get here, find a place that you could be here a couple early. It's like, uh, I don't know, a bar or... Yeah, um, maybe there's one nearby. There's one nearby uh, or a place where you can congregate. I don't know how Or how go to the Hamlin stop rather than the Snelling stop. Right, Just or go to the Victoria stop and then, you know, I mean... 
the historic Victoria Stop that wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the African American <laughs> businesses in in Rondo that sued the city and you know. But that's that's, a, uh, that's on our other podcast though. Yes, uh, thank you. So uh, Father Ragnar, uh, David Father Zeller, Ragnar. David Zeller, um, Zeller. Oh no, is this not a question, please? Yeah, I'm not allowed to answer. Yeah, so we'll questions. see if you can answer this. He said, "I got a panic tattoo last year. How big should the panic tattoo I get this year, and on what part of my body?" I forgot he actually did get a panic tattoo. What part of his body was his panic tattoo? Uh, must have been on his balls or something. I don't know. Something <laughs> somewhere. Well, then there goes my suggestion of where you should have the new one. Then Jeez. did you did you see the the um, I, I put this up on the internet. Um, the little button that uh, um, not Dr. Bill McGuire, other Bill McGuire made for me that he took the, the graffiti on the side of the building that says lick my balls and he made it into a pin. He did? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. You're going to sell that? Yeah. This, he's going to make, make a charity pack. The other one, on the back of the bar, before I took over the bar, before people knew it was going to be a soccer bar, someone like stenciled graffiti on that says fuck the stadium. Mm-hmm. And so he made that into a pin. And so oh, he's wow. going to have like a whole collector set that he's going to sell for charity. So, um, uh, I don't oh. know. Put it. Put it. If you don't have panic on your balls, then put them on your balls, David. Um, if not, if you if you're going to have a, I don't think the panic should be that big. But if you need to put it on somewhere, I heard neck tattoos are a, a yeah, thing now. Always good. Um, or just uh, as a tear, as a teardrop. That's right. Um, that would be better, right? A teardrop. United Loon says, "Explain Kevin Venegas to co- to the cosmos to me." I think we already did, right? I'm glad he's still playing. Glad he can play and get paid. Don't like the cosmos. Yeah, simple as that. Uh, Jeff says, "Will we allow any goals this year?" That's a great question. Yes. Yes, we will allow goals. Yeah. The best goals. Yeah. Uh, KG says, "Is Schuler really going to start out wide?" That's just looking that way, but I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, Schuler last year was to me one of the best improved players, right? And but he always was. I felt like he was always like he has to be in a certain position, and he can't really do much than just be there because we had nobody else. Now with Ozzy and you have Gregush, he has the ability to. Be a little bit more creative, right? It's kind of like the, it's kind of like where where Cabo was, right? Like he played in positions he wasn't doing too well on, and now we gave him the freedom to be able to go up and down and free that. So I, do I do I like it? I want to see what what happens of it. But overall, I mean, worst comes to worst, you can always back up somebody. Last year he played in that position out of necessity when like we were down some players. Starting the season that way doesn't it doesn't seem to me like there's a it really, I, I can't quite figure out the system of how it's a positive advantage. It looks more like a response to a problem. And that's kind of worrying to me. Um, but also, again, I can't really tell in preseason. It, it, maybe it's not going to work and three weeks in, it'll be changed. But right now, I, I just can't see. I, I know that he's he's doing this thing where he's tucking in as a central midfielder and Maybe that is letting Calvo get further, right, and and act as play further up, and then right is he is he because he's playing mostly out on that left, right? Yeah, I think I mean I think that's 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 the one thing that you have to understand is um, is uh, last year uh, Miguel did that too, right? Whenever we would send whoever was uh, the left back, uh, he would come back and tuck it and cover that one just because of his speed and because he could do that, right? Because he had that discipline to do that, right? Because he's done it before, so um, I think. 
honestly, with Cavill, I feel more comfortable if someone is is willing to have that role as a backup to Cabo uh, to be able to do that as he goes up because Cabo does does but not I, have I, the urgency to come back. But I'm often. not even talking about doing a, a, a fullback. I'm doing my fingers Right, but here, he guys. tucks in behind. Right. But, but that but also helps like Gregorish Gregorish goes up. Yeah. Ozzy's going to stay central wherever he goes, and yeah. that's what he's been doing. So when Gregorish decides to go up, you want someone else to be able to... But, but I'm saying Schuler doesn't seem to be doing that. Yeah. Schuler instead seems to be tucking in centrally as a central midfielder so that only one guy's running up the wing, and maybe... So then, maybe Alonso and Boxall are shifting over a bit. I, I can't quite tell. That's what I'm trying to yeah, figure that, out. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing too. Is like it's it's preseason. Can't really tell too much. I think maybe after the first two games, we'll be able to figure out. But yeah. I'm hoping that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Like they're trying to create uh, a a formation in which uh, we're understanding that. If someone goes up, someone needs to cover, right? Yeah, well, you'd hope that. that. I mean, that's because that's that what I'm trying Because la- last year that didn't really yeah, work yeah. well for us, where we just let yeah. them run, and yeah. nobody, no, no, none of the midfield yeah. decided to do anything. Alonso, about it. I think, will will help change. Well, it. I love, yeah, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Alonso: barking orders, directing traffic, um, um, being quick and delivering the balls on the wings, which is something that we were successful at the beginning of last year, and 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 had a, and have we have the players to be able to be effective on those wings. To, to be able to get into that box, he did to cross it or to just create um, disadvantages for the other team. So. Yeah. Um, Corazon uh, de Meloon says, which of the current Minnesota United players will have a house drink cocktail named after them first? That's all you. You can't, you can't plan that. It's got to be the magic of, of uh, you know, if someone this year uh, blows but, our mind, then we can invent a drink for them. But who has good names right now that you could actually... I mean, Gregush makes the, right, makes but I mean, the that's, you already made one of those, right? You made well, the I just made a special, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Chase, Chaser Chase. Ooh, all right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't plan magic, so you know, all we can do is uh, just drink and and uh, come up with ideas after wins. Um, I, I think I think if you start having like you know uh, maybe brewing cafe booster low coffee. Yeah. You know, like Cuban coffee, that would be okay. something that Ozzy might be able to uh, to appreciate, I'm saying. Um, Toby Seisler says, do you think a Newcastle Conte 3-4-3 style would work for the Loons? You know, I really think that this would... No, 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 no. Think about it. You want to put three defenders back there? Who would you trust? Seriously. Besides the par. I mean, we've done three Yeah, Exactly. And how successfully... When we play, when we play a 3-5-2, we went really that... That you know, the we still had that. So, like, if you think about it, we have Para, we have Cabo, and we have Boxo. But a three-four-three, right? If, if remind me, it, it's played with a diamond midfield, right? Right, kind of like that. But still, though, I'm, I, I don't feel, I don't, I personally don't feel comfortable yeah. having three back there. I think we work better when we have four back there. Uh, so, if you want to go for a four-two-three-one, or if you want to switch it up, but I, I understand the idea of having f- uh, the the reason that you want a three-four. Three four three is to be able to you know be more of an attacking mind in sense which fits Heath's uh, motto and teachings that he wants to be really into the attack and use your your speed and your wings. But at the same time, I just feel that with the personnel that we have on defense, besides the power, I don't really feel comfortable relying on those other two uh, who are we should support that are not the center backs. Who will be that? You know, right now it hasn't. I just don't feel comfortable yeah. to do that. I would. I love to have that formation? Yes, I think so. Because then you could have, 
You can have uh, Angelo up there, and you can have Romario on the wing, and then you can have... Or just, either... just think about Miguel, Darwin, and Romario yeah. running Riot. Right. Yeah, the, but... That um, would be that would be like that be like you know FIFA nineteen FIFA twenty you know FIFA whatever FIFA they're on that would be your starting roster like if you're yeah. playing FIFA that's what you would do yeah but if you're playing out in the field I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that so speaking of uh, uh your friend Dan who's that's just his name but um my friend Dan yeah sure I know it's only preseason but are you worried about this team's ability to score goals if you aren't worried now what will it take for you to get to worried I'll take the second question which is. It takes nothing for me to get worried. I'm always panic. Yeah. So, but Wait, I thought we were trying to stay positive this beginning. Of the season. I, well, panic is not has nothing to do with positivity. Panic is a tattoo we're gonna see on Teller's neck. Yeah. Or yeah, the teardrop. teardrop. Yeah. Teardrop. But yeah, uh, right. um, are you worried about the the goal scoring? You know, we talked about uh, uh, Merkel and Merkel's inability to to kind of score, but that's also not. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm I'm more worried about letting goals in. Than I am about scoring because I mean Darwin proved that he himself could have more than a hat trick, and when Christian was here, we were able to be able to create you know we were able to create goal scoring opportunities this past two seasons. It's not that we haven't, right? Uh, and so I'm not more worried about that. I'm more worried about letting goals in. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think. It's all a matter of just scoring more than them. And last year we needed to score a lot to score more than them. Right. right? I think I, I think I think we're good for two or three goals. I think two 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 goals for sure. Three if we need them. We've we've proven to score late goals. You know, I think this team offensively can do it. Uh once it finds its nick. And I don't know if Angelo is a solution up top. Uh but I would really love to just have someone experiment to Darwin, Romario and Miguel up top just to be able to see how quickly we can move that ball up that field and make those decisions. But, you know, those are things that you should be trying to do in the preseason. And right now we're not seeing any of that. Yeah. Well, maybe we will on Wednesday uh, via um, Tim Hayes' uh, rogue uh, rogue stream that he's going to put up. So uh, you can always uh, send message to the bar and send uh, a PayPal if you want to give him uh, buy him drinks i think you know i think the unofficial tally is 47 bucks which is a lot of drinks so he doesn't live here so you know that's but, uh that's 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 nine uh nine chilcanos i think about yeah sure yeah that's exactly nice. oh I, he's probably never even had a chilcano well, so there you go um all right thank you uh rodrigo thanks listeners uh we're not that far from the season so um, next Get excited. week. Next week is our last podcast before the season. So, what damn. Do we, we do anything special? No. Oh, what? Oh. Uh, I think. Well, yeah, we'll see. I think it will get Jeff Reuter on the show to talk about talk about the the. Preseason uh, yeah. As well. Let's see what Jeff has to say. I mean, we'll be see. We'll, we'll see. see if he has anything smart to say. We'll uh-huh. see, Jeff. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> All right. Adios. Peace. <laughs>